welcome back to another episode of Never Enough. This week, we are actually doing a little reality rewind on season six of Love is Blind on Netflix. For those of you who have never watched Love is Blind, it's basically a dating show where you have X amount of women, X amount of men that go into a room, which you call a pod, and speak to each other through a wall. This is their form of dating and getting to know each other, building connections, And at the end of the connections, you ultimately pick your person. And really, it's kind of the guy that makes the final decision because he's the one that's going to propose. So once the final connection is chosen, they get to meet each other. The guy will actually propose to the woman. So it gets interesting. For those of you who haven't watched this season yet, you might want to do so and then come back in because we are going to be covering quite a bit of spoilers this week. Season six so far is quite entertaining. The past few seasons have slightly been a dud. So in this season so far, we've had the most couples we've seen in a while. Starting off, we have five couples, Kenneth and Brittany, Johnny and Amy, Jimmy and Chelsea, Jeremy and Laura, and Clay and AD. We already have some fan favorites for the ladies. We have Jessica, who we will talk about in a little bit, because obviously, if you didn't notice, she wasn't actually listed in one of the couples. We also have AD, who is the connection to Clay. And so far for the favorite couples, we have Clay and AD. They've been another fan favorite for us. So Netflix actually drops the first six episodes and then has been dropping, I believe, three others and then so on and so on. So far in the season, we are only up to episode nine. So recapping episode one through six, we have everybody in their pods. Everybody's dating. Everybody's mingling, making their connections. So I'm going to go ahead and cover the couples that I feel like are least entertaining to the most entertaining. So starting off with Kenneth and Brittany, they're nice, I guess. Great, whatever. They align in their personalities. They're both pretty square bear. They also have a strong connection based on their religion as well as their career path. Kenneth is a principal and Brittany's a school teacher. So already they're like two peas in a pod. But ultimately, they're pretty boring to watch. Then we have Johnny and Amy. They're cute. Nothing really more there. They haven't had one single disagreement. It's just been all cloud nine, floating, getting along great, just all in their honeymoon phase so far, which is great for them, but slightly boring to watch. Then we have Jeremy and Laura. Jeremy also had a connection with a woman named Sarah Ann, who we will talk about later. But as of right now, Jeremy and Laura are a couple. And ultimately, Jeremy ends up picking Laura. Then we're moving on to Jimmy and Chelsea, who their whole situation probably so far has been the most entertaining. Jimmy was also dating Jessica, who, if you remember, a few moments ago, I said was a fan favorite. We love her. And then Chelsea was also dating a guy named Trevor, who honestly... We loved him too. He's been awesome, super sweet, like a giant teddy bear. But in the end, Jimmy ends up picking Chelsea. Chelsea then picks Jimmy. As they were dating each other through the pods, Jessica reveals that she does have a 10-year-old daughter who she became pregnant with at the age of 17. And honestly, overall, I just feel like Jessica's too deep for Jimmy. I mean, she has this crazy backstory from her childhood and she's opening up to Jimmy and he's just kind of so dry about everything. And you can see his whole dynamic shift once she reveals that she has a daughter. 
And instead of just breaking it off then with her, he continues their connection. He continues dating her. And Jimmy's her only connection. So her whole time in the pod is pretty much wasted because Jimmy's just stringing her along and ultimately ends up picking Chelsea in the end. Then you have Chelsea, who's also dating Trevor, who I was rooting for. I was all for it. I really thought that Chelsea was going to pick Trevor in the end, which obviously she doesn't. She ends up going with Jimmy, which leads Jessica to eat him up. It is one of the best reality TV scenes I've seen in so long. It's pretty epic. We love that for her. He deserved it. Honestly, in my eyes, he's such a sissy. Jessica just eats him alive in her exit scene. She tells him that he's going to choke when he sees her, that he's going to need his EpiPen, which was so hilarious. And honestly, she's probably not wrong. Like she is drop dead gorgeous and really was one of the funnier people on the show this season. I feel like she's hilarious. Yes, she's beautiful, but she also has a great personality. And I feel like really went into this season wanting a husband, like wanting to find somebody to spend the rest of her life with. And I really think that would have been Jimmy, but he blew it because she has a child. He didn't want to be with her, which honestly, okay, whatever. We all have our preferences. That's fine. I just feel like he should have let her know that. From the minute she told him, he obviously, you can see it on his face on the show. He was not into it. So he ultimately picks Chelsea, who at one point in the connection building process that she's going through with Jimmy, she mentions to him that her celebrity lookalike is Megan Fox. And for anyone that watches the show, maybe if you squint really, really hard, she may be on like a rainy day and it's pitch black maybe and you happen to have forgotten your glasses at home and you run into Chelsea maybe you might think that she looks like Megan Fox and I'm not dissing Chelsea whatsoever I think she's a beautiful girl but when you're on a dating show meeting somebody behind a wall and they can't see you and you want to compare yourself to somebody like Megan Fox is very misleading when that's not the case I feel like if anybody looks like Megan Fox that's probably Jessica and even even then she didn't say that she's not comparing herself to celebrity lookalikes or even talking about how she looks until Jimmy broke up with her. That was the only time she mentioned anything about her appearance, but it was just so funny. And then of course, Jimmy meets Chelsea once they're out of the pods and he proposes. And again, Chelsea is a beautiful girl. I'm not taking that away from her, but you know, Jimmy, I think is expecting a Megan Fox lookalike and that's not the case whatsoever, but he still is into her. He likes her. He does, however, make a comment, something along the lines of, I can work with this, which is so insulting. I mean, I think he meant it in a positive way, but he's such a dude where it's like these backhanded compliments that I think he means in a positive light, but I would never want somebody to tell me like, I can work with this. Like that's underlying insulting. Then we are moving on to Clay and AD. So AD's other connection was Matthew and Matthew is an interesting breed to say the least. He I think was great television. There's some scenes when he's dating where he just walks out of the room, which I thought was hilarious. Like he just didn't like the girl. So he just left. So AD surprisingly has a connection with him. Clay finds this out and just has a horrible reaction. 
A few of these guys actually have horrible reactions after finding out that their connection has a connection with somebody else, which I think is so ridiculous because the whole point of the show is to literally blindly date, meet as many people as you can, build connections, and then narrow it down. So when some of these guys act so shocked that their connection has another connection, it's like SMH. Shake my head, shake my head. So ridiculous. So Clay has a horrible reaction to AD telling him about her connection with Matthew, who also has a connection with the woman named Amber. At one point, Matthew has the same exact line that he uses with AD and Amber, which they end up telling each other about. And really, they just discover that he's playing both of them. And I understand kind of, you know, having your game and having maybe like your go to lines that you might use on more than one person. But when you're on a dating show and the women go to their house at the end of the night and they are all sleeping in the same vicinity, it's like, how would you expect them to not talk or to find out that you are saying the exact same thing to both of them? She's pretty insane. So Amber ends up leaving. Matthew's other connection is gone. She's over it, which then leads Matthew to leave. Once he finds out that AD is upset with him and Amber's gone, he ends up just going. So Clay comes full circle and ends up apologizing to AD, coming to his senses and realizing like we're on a dating show. Why am I being so unrealistic? So Clay ends up proposing to AD. She obviously says yes. They all run off to the Dominican Republic after all the couples pair up and do their thing and yada yada. Everything's looking good. All the couples seem happy. I mean, you're literally in paradise. How can you not be? And then we're just kind of seeing how everybody's flowing, how everybody's getting along. And Chelsea is already getting on my nerves. She is so insecure. It's just hard to watch. Again, like I said, she's a beautiful girl. And the more insecure she acts, the more it makes me doubt how beautiful she is. It makes me want to throw in the towel and be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're actually not that pretty. And poor Jimmy, he just has to deal with this. The whole trip is just her looking for validation. He literally is telling her, I love you. And she almost every time tells him, do you? Do you love me? And it's just so annoying. And it just kind of goes on from there. They all go to some mixer and they're actually all mingling and meeting each other in person for the first time. The men and women are blending. So Jimmy, like an idiot, makes a comment about AD's body to Chelsea and basically says she's stacked, which the girl is stacked. She has a beautiful body, beautiful head to toe. But for Jimmy to be so oblivious to the fact that hello, Chelsea is already so insecure and you make a comment to her about another woman's body is like mind blowing. So Chelsea, instead of being upfront and honest, she tries to play the cool girl act and calls it out to AD and is like, oh my gosh, Jimmy just said that you're stacked, blah, blah, blah. Jimmy ends up talking to AD and whatever, they're chatting. Chelsea leaves all upset. And basically she's just annoying. It's like, if something bothers you, don't play into it. Jimmy already doesn't seem like the brightest crayon in the box. So for you to try to be passive aggressive and act like you're cool with something thing when you're not just be direct if you have a problem with it don't pretend that you don't you guys are still getting to know each other you were in a pod only having conversations and now you're out mind you that the pod is only for 10 days 
So they were only talking to each other for 10 days. Now they're seeing each other for the first time. It's like, if something bothers you, just be straightforward and move on. But instead she doesn't. That's how she reacts. They get back to their suite. Chelsea then decides to bring it up to Jimmy. They have a whole thing. It's so cringy to watch. She literally uses the word, you made me uncomfy. And she's just too much. I can't even handle it. She does this weird thing where she baby talks when she's upset and having a serious conversation. And it just doesn't work for me. It's too cringy. So hard to look at. I almost have to skip those scenes. And then really nothing else goes on in the Dominican Republic. Pretty easy. They're on vacation, right? So everybody should be getting along great. We do kind of see Clay be excited about the idea of marriage, but then also he retracts and he gets really in his head. Honestly, I feel like he's being realistic. That's scary. You meet somebody, you speak to them through a wall for 10 days, then you come out, you propose to them, and then in like a few weeks, you're supposed to marry them, which that is insane to me. But to each their own, we have seen with previous seasons that it has worked. Some couples are still married, but I don't feel like it would be so unrealistic that Clay is having these thoughts or these doubts. I mean, I do understand he did go on a show knowing what the show was all about, but still, once you're in it, I could see where that would be really intimidating. So then we move on to... Episode seven through nine, this is where things get a little interesting. And the couples go back to real life. They see where each other live. They start to meet their friends, their family, and just really get back to the swing of things of the real world. Some people instantly go back to work. Some people are just living their day-to-day lives. This is where the boring Kenneth and Brittany decide that they just want to cut ties. And even for a breakup, it was so boring to watch. Poor Brittany is like pouring her heart out. She just doesn't feel like they have the same connection that they did once they were in the pods. And Kenneth honestly just doesn't even really have any reaction. He's like indifferent. He's comforting her like she just lost her goldfish or something, which again, I feel like this kind of goes back to they only knew each other for 10 days and some change at this point. So how emotionally invested can you really be after that length of time? I understand that they're getting to know each other on a deeper level because obviously all they have is communication. But still, if somebody tried to break up with me after two weeks of knowing them, it's not really that much of a loss. They're not intertwined enough in your life yet for it to really make a difference that their presence is no longer there. And for 10 days out of the couple weeks, you were behind a wall, isolated in a room. So For them to break up with you, I can kind of see why Kenneth is just shrugging his shoulders and kind of like, okay, well, good knowing you. And thank goodness, honestly, I'm glad that they didn't make it. We move on to Jimmy and Chelsea meeting up with Chelsea's friends for the first time. Jimmy is so oblivious. He is so into Chelsea and doing what he thinks are all the right things. And Chelsea's point of view couldn't be more opposite. She feels like he's not giving her enough attention. She's just constantly complaining that he's not doing enough. And 
he's just living in bliss. He has no idea. Chelsea's friends leave and here she goes complaining that she's not getting enough attention from him. He hasn't told her all day that he loved her. He hasn't kissed her all day. And for anybody, that's annoying, especially when you're feeling like you're doing all the right things. And this person is constantly telling you that you're not doing enough. He finally just throws up his hands and is frustrated, which thank goodness he finally gets a backbone and has a voice. He tells her that she's needy, which leads her to start crying. And I'm sorry, but I think all women at one point or another has been told that they were needy. Whether or not it was even true, I believe every single one of us has been told that. And if you start crying because somebody has told you that you're needy, that just seems a little dramatic. And that's a pretty clear sign that you probably are needy. If hearing that makes you cry, that's a little overboard. So they end up coming back together, obviously. Jimmy always ends up apologizing and so far they have always moved past it. Then we have Laura and Jeremy and Jeremy did something not so good. He went out with some of the cast. Sarah Ann was there, who, if you remember, was his other connection in the pod. He knew that Sarah Ann was going to be there, went anyways, hung out. Laura was not there. She stayed home. Jeremy ends up staying out till 5 a.m. with Sarah. And the thing about Jeremy is he's one of those people that thinks because he's telling you the truth that it makes it okay. And she shouldn't be mad at him. Which I'm sorry, but just because you're telling the truth that you stayed out with another woman that you were previously dating till 5 a.m. And just because you're being honest about it, that doesn't make it OK. And of course, Laura's upset. She's livid. And that is how we end episode nine so far. So I'm excited to see what's about to happen. And honestly, Jeremy already kind of annoys me anyways. I feel like he's squirmy. I feel like that's a good way to describe him. He just seems a little squirmy. And Laura bugs me too, I guess. But at the same time, at least she stands up for herself. I will give her that. She's direct. She stands up for herself. And ultimately, I just don't see them being the greatest fit. I feel like Laura is too strong of an individual for him. And Jeremy just seems squirmy and slightly manipulative where he thinks if he's just direct and honest no matter what the truth is that it makes it okay and he's just not even really that apologetic so i'm excited to see what's going to come for season six so far so good we love jessica i cannot wait for her to come back when they do the reveal of all the people that were on the show with the other connections and come in when they do the little mixer. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. I feel like some piping hot tea is going to get spilled. So I'm looking forward to that. I believe the next batch of episodes comes out next Wednesday. So that should be interesting. I hope you guys are enjoying this season just as much as I am. And if you haven't started yet, please jump in, get back here with us so we can do another reality rewind. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. You can always find me on Instagram and TikTok at neverenoughpod, P-O-D. You can find full videos on YouTube of each episode at Never Enough Podcast. You can always tune into a new episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
under Never Enough with Olivia Montoya. Always nice catching up with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you back here next Monday. I hope you all enjoy your week and I will see you soon.